Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. Good evening everybody, good evening, good evening. It, it's a real privilege and joy, sadness and excitement uh, as I deliver our last sort of message to you as a congregation, as a community, as a church, as a family. And 18 years has gone just like that. Really, really has. And there's so many people that I need to thank. Because where we are today, nowhere humanly possible would Shirley and I have been able to get there alone. And it's people that we've journeyed together with, teamed together with, that we want to really just say thank you with all of our hearts. For those that have teamed together with us from 21, Jenny Lane, Murray was there. Another guy, Werner, um, as I was going through my phone, he was my IT guy back there. Brett, do you remember Werner and Ilza? And he was a single guy, long hair, and just befriended him, he wonderfully got saved, and he became my IT man. Tyler took over, and I'm indebted to Tyler. Thank you for all the help with the PCs, etc. <clears throat> but this evening, just want to also say thank you to some friends, special friends that we've journeyed together with, because that's what life is all about. The friendships that we make on the journey, on the way, that help us to get to our destination. God guiding, God directing, but without friends, where would we be? Friends from the heart that we share life with. And this morning, this evening, just Eugene and Collier, one of my dearest friends, you guys here tonight, thank you. Really special for you to be here. Really appreciate it. Ron, Carolyn there at the back, Keith and Sharon, our neighbors when we were in, Penny, uh, in Berwick Road. So cool, thank you. And we've got a long journey together and to see what Jesus has done in your life. Don, Joe, I think it was one Christmas you got saved, wasn't it? Shortly afterwards. I remember it was a Christmas service that the Lord really touched your heart and your life, Aidan and Leanne, and there's others more recently. Brett and Shelley at the back there, we've journeyed together. How many years, Brett? Fifteen years. Wow. Thank you for that friendship. Thank you. It's been really, really, really special. I also... I want to say thank you to, to Mark, to Gabe, to eldership team for releasing us into our future. Thank you, Mark, for recognizing that and allowing us to fulfill our destiny and to move forward into all that God has for your open-handedness in our lives and saying we send you off, we bless you. And to me, it's a partnering, which I'm hugely excited about. It's not us just going, but it's partnering together with you and I believe the fruit that we have, there's a reward for you guys. Because if you held on to us, those folks wouldn't have heard. And we've all been the poorer for it. But in releasing us and sending us, there's an increased multiplying of harvest. And so I want to say thank you, Mark. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, the eldership team. We're here this morning. So I just want to again say thank you to each and every one of you. But this evening in 10 minutes... I'm just wanting to stir your hearts of the Great Commission. And life is brief. 
as young people, you think you're going to live forever. But life really is brief. And we've got one life to live, and we need to live it intentionally, on purpose, and with focus. If we don't, we begin to live with regret. And you don't want to have that in your lives. And to me, the greatest mark that you can make in history is when you live a life sold out to Him. When you live a life devoted to the King and live a life fulfilling what He's called you to do, you need to know that you've been called by Him, you've been chosen by Him, you've been loved by Him, and you've been sent by Him. You've been sent by Him to love the world beyond the four walls of this building. We need to know that you don't come to church. You are the church. You are the church. To me, when, when I hear people, let's go to church on Sunday, I think, no, 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 how can you go to it? You are it. You know, some people say, thank God for Friday. Gabe brought it out last week. No, no, I say, thank God for Monday, where the church can go beyond into the workplace, into the marketplace, into the communities, and love the way Jesus would want to love others. Now this evening, I want to just share briefly the commissioning that Jesus gave in John chapter 20. Remember the disciples were fearful and afraid. They were locked up in, in a room. Jesus appeared to them and he said to them, he breathed on them and he said, as the Father has sent me, so send I you. We've been sent by Jesus himself into this world who he died for, for us to communicate to them how much he loves them. And when people experience the love of Jesus, everything changes. Everything changes. I, I was just this afternoon, just briefly, just went and visited a friend that was the manager of the Virgin Active um, Club, Fricky, and his now wife Amanda. And we just laughed and we chatted because whenever I came in, I looked for Fricky. But I knew God had his hand and was calling him. And today he's recommitted his life to God and he's serving God. But he said, Wally, whenever I saw you coming in, I ducked and pretended to be busy. But you were persistent. <laughs> he tells me that this afternoon. <clears throat> and I said, Fricky, you're a massive bodybuilder. You, he was a huge guy. Edwin was, you're big, but he was bigger. Now, I'm a... And I said, Fricky, I've got a mission for you. I said, the guy that's going to be renting our house, he's a huge guy. He's a huge bodybuilder guy. And I said, I want you to go love him the way I've loved you. I said, that's what I want to commission you to do. You love him, and in loving him, you're communicating the gospel that knocks on people's doors and opens up their lives. Some people, you might not know the whole theology of the gospel, but when the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart, you can love others and God does the rest. And so I've encouraged him, given him numbers and details. But the beautiful thing, some of you might be thinking, whoa, how can I go into the world? How can I love others and care for others? Can I say to you, part of the commissioning and the sending that Jesus does to us, it's not him saying, go, cheers, see you, all the best, best of luck. No, no. The commissioning word of going and I'm sending you, he says the, the wonderful Greek element of that, I'm sending you, but I'm also going with you. That's the beauty of it. And you look throughout the scriptures in Mark 16 where Jesus commissioned them to heal the sick, lay hands on the sick, drive out demons. It says the Lord worked with them. 
performing signs and wonders. So he sent them and he says, I'm going to do it in and through you. John, Jesus spoke about the Father who sent me has not left me alone. In fact, he, Jesus continues, he says, the words I speak, they're not my own, but they're the Father's words. In fact, the works that I do, they're not my own, but they're the Father's. It was the Father commissioned Jesus, and they work together and sink and in tandem. So I want to say to you this evening, you being sent by him, he's not left you alone. I want to encourage you that the boldness and courage that you have in your heart comes with the knowledge he's not only with you, but he's in you. He's in you. Now, our going, we need to realize that he sends us into the world with his authority, with his power to use his name in this dark world in which we're living. I say, don't ever let the enemy or anybody intimidate you. Don't let anybody intimidate you. With his courage in you, love opens doors like nobody, nothing else. Because people don't have an answer to that. I want to encourage you this evening, begin to start living as a sent one wherever you go. Don't just go to a place, be sent. We've just put our house, uh, renting a house. I've shared some stories, but I just remembered this. And I found it so cool. I, in fact, I nearly phoned Tyler to say, take the ad off, Gumtree and Property 24, because we've got a tenant. But then I thought to myself, this is so cool, people are phoning me. <laughs> and so they're phoning me. I've <laughs> been just sharing the gospel with people. It's been such a jewel. It's been wonderful. I've been praying for people, encouraging people, sharing and counseling people. And I, it's been absolutely wonderful. So the house has been rented, but people are still phoning. And I phoned them back, find out their needs. One guy thought I was an estate agent. He's never had a caring estate agent. I said, I'm not an estate agent. <laughs> I said, what kind of house do you want? I'm going to come pray for you for that house. Where do you want to live? And I said, you know, there's a great church in the city that I mean, so highly encourage you to come to. Life changes. So I've been just sharing with people. And so to me, I've just loved that opportunity so I, I seize whatever opportunities there are to love and to care for people. Can I say to you this morning, this evening, sorry, when you live as a sent person, you see the bigger picture. Nothing happens by coincidence or by accident. Nothing's by accident. When you bump into people, when I pray, Lord, let my feet be directed by you, I believe it, he believes it, he makes it happen. So when you bump into somebody, it's not by chance. I call it a God incident. And those God incidents, as you seize them, it's amazing what God does. Just loving, praying, encouraging people. I want to stir, stir your hearts, is live your life in relationship with Him and with others, but live for those that are far from Him. Live for those. Where are you sent? You're sent to your workplace, your play place, and where you stay. Your work that you go to. God put the desire in your heart to be whatever you are. Don't think, oh my goodness, five more days until the weekend. No, no, think, Lord, five more days of being an influence for you. Five more days of loving, caring. You know, sometimes loving is just listening to people. Noticing, caring. And as you begin to do that, guess what? People respond. Jesus just noticed the woman at the well, engaged with her, Converse with them before anything up, just open her heart and life. I want to say to you, begin to be aware of those people that God brings across your path.
and let Him make the difference in and through you. You might say, well, well, Wally, how do you do that? I just say, Jesus, every day, I want to best, help me to represent you. Help me to represent you in word, in deed, and in attitude. How can I reflect you that people can see you more clearly in and through? We're far from perfect, but Jesus, how my attitudes, the way I think, the way I speak, that they can see you. And all walks and way, the thoughts that I think towards people, the words I say, the attitudes that I have, does it reflect Jesus? I want to urge and encourage you, begin to take your workplace as a mission field. It's not just a place to climb up the corporate ladder. No, it's a place where you can let light shine. We can let salt be sprinkled. When you have your tea breaks or lunch breaks, don't just think hanging with your friends. Look for those that are on the outskirts and just begin to love them. You'll be amazed at what God can do. Can I urge you is begin to know the gospel in 60 seconds. Begin to know how you can just briefly, briefly communicate the gospel to people that will stir something in their hearts that they want to know more. And then from there, begin to move and love them in such a way you make Jesus irresistible to them. Lastly, I want to say take praying for the lost more seriously. Because when you start praying for them, you know what happens? God starts stirring in your heart for them. Do you remember the father and the prodigal son? It says he saw his son coming back, but he was far from home. And then he left and he ran to his son. Do you see people that are far from God and in faith you start running towards them? Or if they're at a distance, you just say, ah, you know what, somebody else. No, no, no. It's you to begin to say, Lord, who, how can I make a difference in somebody else's life? It's not difficult to do. Your, your circle of friends, your workplace, with your adversity, wherever you are, it's to say, Lord, today, what difference can I make in somebody else's life? Can I encourage you is have your Lamb's book of life, your prayer, where you're praying for those that are far from God. Let there be nations on your heart. Let there be capital cities on your heart. Gambia needs our prayers at the moment. Huge turmoil with reference to change of presidencies. Be aware of the world that God so loves. Be aware of North Korea and what's happening there. Be aware of Saudi Arabia. Those are two nations that have been stirring in my heart. Be aware of what the world's going on in the world. Because you can make a difference because Jesus said, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. God wants us to live missional lives. And I want to close by praying that we begin to have the gospel burning in our hearts, burning in our lives, and we just live it out. We live it out in such a way that it makes Jesus irresistible for other people, that they want to know. Our goal is to see heaven populated and hell plundered. That's a quote from Reynold Bonker, one of my favorite evangelists. And I want to stir you as a community, as great a church as Life Changes is, there's so much more. Don't ever settle for just being average and ordinary. Don't ever just settle to be like or kinder, but be something that will count for God in His kingdom. Can I close in prayer, but could I ask you to stand, please? Father, tonight, thank you for this PM community. 
Thank you for this evening family expression of life changes. And Father, my prayer tonight, firstly, that Jesus, every day you become more real to each and every person. The wonder of who you are, your nature, your character, and just the way you so love and work in our lives. Lord, my prayer is that their hearts would begin to pound as you draw near to them. And there's deeper intimacies of, of oneness with you, Jesus. And Lord, my second prayer is when they leave here, they begin to realize they are the church. They are a mobile church on mission for you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that every step we take is ordered and directed by you. Guide our thoughts, direct our vision, stir our hearts. Father, I thank you for the eldership team, the deacons, and all those that serve in life changes, that their missional edge would be constantly sharpened by your Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for them and for this whole community as they release us and send us out. In Jesus' name, amen.